Janet Thompson is a grateful human. She is the president and CEO of Parkside Credit Union. She loves people and nature. Something that made her smile recently was an awesome community ceremony that she went to just yesterday. Janet, welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Nicholas. Happy to be here. Let's dive right into it, Janet. Um, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for my family and my friends and all of the people that I work with. Right on. If you had a message for your family that was watching this right now, what would that message sound like? They have been so powerful in my life, um, just really um, exposing me to kindness and love and how that really makes a difference. It's awesome. And so we're going to talk more about the, the Parkside team here throughout the conversation. Uh, but you are the president and CEO of Parkside Credit Union. Uh, being the CEO of a credit union sounds like it would be a very time-intensive, demanding job. How do you how do you not let gratitude be an afterthought with how busy I'm sure you are? How is gratitude a piece of the way that you work? I think one of the most important things for me is touching base with people every day, not being so focused on the work, but but really being focused on the people and talking to people and just engaging, even if it's just for a few minutes. Um, and, you know, that just sets the tone for the day, not only for the people that I work with, but also for my heart and what I, you know, that I know that I'm making a difference in people's lives through my work, but more importantly, in that interaction and that communication every day. That's awesome. Yeah, you said uh, that you love people. So that's uh, already coming through in your responses. What's then a best practice that you would share for other leaders or CEOs on how to prioritize people and making sure they feel heard on a daily basis? I think working on listening. Um, sometimes that's hard when you have a lot of things going on in your mind or maybe a lot of things that need to get done and don't really take the time to stop and listen to people so that and, and it, it often changes your perspective in a way that you really make better decisions. So it, and it, I think it's hard. It, it, it's really hard for people that have a lot of ideas and, are, you know, maybe extroverts um, and, and doing that particularly with people that may not be as, as forthcoming with their uh, their ideas, just stopping and listening and asking questions instead of always having the answers, which mm -hmm. you know, some of us do because we've done this a long time. We feel like we've got it all figured out. Um, and just always taking a step back and asking the questions. Even if you think you know the answer, take that time to ask the question and really listen to what's being said to you. Mm. And if somebody takes the time to do that, to stop and be grateful and listen, what what do you think they're going to get from that? The, the leader is going to get a lot more information and be so much more insightful in making decisions and moving things forward that are important to the success of the organization that they work for. Um, it's it's amazing how just those short conversations can really change your perspective. And, and then when you reflect back on the decision that was made or the project that was implemented and you realize how much better it was because you took that time up front to have those conversations. Mm, that's awesome. I, I definitely think that for um, for a majority of individuals, there's three big components that go into shaping who we are today. One being how we are wired the second being how we were raised, and the third being the things we've done, the people we've surrounded ourselves with, the choices we've made, the things we've learned uh, on our own out in this world. 
uh, if you think about how you were wired, what are you grateful for about the way that you feel like you were wired that's helped you, you know, get to where you are today? I think I was wired for um, just uh, trying to find ways to make a difference, uh, to not just, you know, kind of move through um, our existence, but really make a difference, finding things where you can maybe have those conversations or you can, I mean, even just plant a tree, whatever it is that you do, just having, you know, some impact um, and really make a difference. I've always had that kind of motivation. I, as far back as I can remember, just, um, and then, you know, obviously the things that are, you're confronted with, you make choices along the way, but, but having that motivation to make a difference and having that, uh, you know, whether it's a difference in an individual's life or a situation or a group of people, just really focusing on that um, has been something that just is, I mean, that's the way I'm wired. You used a really interesting phrase, move through existence, that you don't want to move through existence. Why did you choose those words? Because I think we have to stop and pay attention to what's what's presented to us, because sometimes it's, you know, if we're just um, not focusing on the moment, always thinking about, you know, obviously reflecting is a good idea, planning for the future. I think that's really important to be successful. You have to anticipate some things, but then we lose the moment. Um, and so then we're just kind of moving through thinking about, you know, maybe something that happened yesterday or planning for something that's going to happen tomorrow. And in that way, you tend to just kind of move through um, without really paying attention to what's in front of you. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an awesome thought. How about um, to the way that you were raised? What are you really grateful for about the way that Janet was raised? My parents were very kind. They were very loving. They were very attentive. And they get, that gave me the freedom to um, go out and maybe experiment with some of my ideas in the world without having to be concerned that I didn't have that support. Always had that support, which is I'm eternally grateful for. Wow. What about um, what about the things that you've learned along the way? Um, are you most grateful for and, and what are what's maybe a hard lesson that you're you were really grateful that you've learned so far um I, I, the hard lesson is don't get too confident um <laughs> even when you think you know uh, you know what's going on I, I've been doing this for many years so sometimes it's like oh I've done that before but when you get too confident you start um, a phrase that I've used and I've heard it from somebody else it wasn't mine was like you start believing your own press you know, people are like, wow, that's really great. You've done really great things. And then you lose that opportunity. So um, I'm grateful that I learned that um, before I, you know, it took advantage of me. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting principle for someone who plays at such a high level. And to be the, the president and CEO of a credit union is, is one of the highest levels. How is it possible to not be how do you find the balance of being really confident that you've been there seen it done that experienced it but also you have more to learn i i'm going to go back to what i said at the beginning it's it's talking to people um when you think you have it all figured out and but you get somebody else's opinion it just kind of pulls you in a different direction um and it, it gives you pause um and you know sometimes it's 
it's merely interesting, but sometimes it's like, it's so powerful what you hear from other people. So, you know, don't get stuck in your own head. Um, don't think you've got it all figured out. Um, it just really does make a difference. Mm -hmm. Along the way, you've probably met uh, uh, so many people that have had an impact uh, to get you to the seat that you're at today. What are some of the relationships along the way that you're really grateful for that have uh, brought you here? Um, one that I think of first is I, I do, I am so grateful for having a core group of friends, people that I've known for over 50 years that are still, um, impactful in my life every day. You know, those people that you can reach out to for any reason at any time. Um, and they, they know you so well that you almost don't have to have the conversation. You can just use a few words and, and they know, um, you know, how to help, how to listen, how to give you feedback. Um, that's really important. Also in my uh, professional career, just people that I've had the pleasure of working with that came, you know, in, in um, changes that I've made maybe in the organ, because I've worked for a couple of different, always in the credit union industry, but different organizations. And, you know, ended up with somebody that was a colleague or or even a, a supervisor. And they just um, it's like it, it's so interesting that they were put in your life at a point that you needed them um, really as emotionally and as a person, not so much for the career part of it and and how impactful they were. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there it'd be hard to pick a best one. But is there one in particular that stands out as a great mentor that you've had professionally over the course of time? Um, yes, the lady that I've worked with for, um, I think about the last, uh, I worked for about 15 years. She's retired now. Uh, her name is Doris Graham, and she was very impactful in my life. Oh, if you had a message for Doris right now, what would that sound like? Um, just her um, empathy and her kindness and her love um, are just in incredible. I just, you know, I, I um, aspire to be more like her. Mm. That's awesome. You talked about the power of friends and, and the amazing friend group you have and to have friends for as long as you mentioned is, is truly an amazing thing. Um, and I think probably someone who looks at a CEO of a credit union and says, oh, they don't have time for fun or friends. They're just all business all the time. They got to get things done. But how do you how do you find the balance and what are you grateful for about the balance you've been able to strike between friendship, personal life and business? Um, Nicholas, I think that's also something that I've always um, reminded myself is you've got to have the balance. I think that we're such better humans when we have a balance in our lives. And when you start getting out of balance, working too much or spending too much time with friends, I think things get out of, out of balance. So I do very consciously make an effort. Um, and when people reach out, I I try not to say, oh, I'm too busy or I can't do that. I try to find a way to make that happen. So if somebody wants to stop for dinner, um, even though I know that I need to get home because I need to finish something up, I will just kind of clear my schedule and take that time and set it aside and, you know, put the technology aside and just sit down and have a meal and a conversation. And I feel so much better um, after I've done that or uh, make a decision that, you know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to, you know, uh, ride my bike or go for a walk and just have that me time. Mm -hmm. I think you walk that walk just by agreeing to be, you know, on this uh, conversation, you could have easily said, I'm too busy. Uh, maybe someone else should do it. So I'm just, yeah, grateful for that for sure. Um, balance is something that you're, you're always trying to attain or keep. How do you know when you've, when you're imbalanced, uh, when it comes to that personal time, friendship, the things you're grateful for and, and work? 
I think just being less anxious about everything that I need to get done or, you know, uh, checking things off a list. So when I feel that peace, um, I know even though I'm still working just as hard, I'm still interacting with just as many people. I just feel uh, more uh, at peace with myself. And when I feel that I'm not, that's when I know I need to step, step back and, uh, you know, think about how I'm spending my time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we you talked a little bit about the people at Parkside Credit Union. What are you grateful for about the culture at Parkside right now? We have an amazing culture. So we uh, recently went through a process where we sat down with every employee and just kind of talked to them about um, what brings them joy, what they want to do with their career, Um and we asked everybody, um, I have uh, 50 employees here at the credit union, and um, a big percentage of them said, it's in terms of the culture, we asked them, what is the most, uh, use two words that would describe the culture of Parkside. And the words were incredible, uh, but what I often heard is it feels like family. So when you can work in an environment where you feel heard, where you feel loved, where you feel embraced and recognized for who you are and the ideas you have, um, I think that makes people feel like we're a family. So um, yet we get our work done and we depend on one another. But that was one of the words that I heard um, very often. And made, I was grateful to hear that. Mm. That's that's um, not something that just happens without being intentional. What are some of the pieces to the secret sauce without telling us the whole ingredient list of the secret sauce that you feel like generate that culture? Um, secret sauce, definitely asking people for their opinion and listening, as I said before, um, that really makes a difference. People heal, feel heard. And I think um, asking people for their opinion, and even if it's something that they disagree with, just recognizing that, you know, this might be something that we have to move forward with. And, you know, here's the reason. So kind of giving them the why they may not agree, but I think they feel like they've been heard. Um, that creates a great culture. And um, getting back with people. So if, if we ask everybody for their ideas and everybody gives us an idea or, and then, um, you know, we make a decision that may not uh, be, you know, what an individual might have suggested, getting back with them and telling them the why. That really does make a difference. Um, so if people understand that, you know, they can't, they do understand, but when you just don't get back with them, they, uh, I think people stop giving you their ideas and stop being a part of um, the success of our organization. Wow. Yeah. It's, it is definitely one thing and a big step to ask for those opinions. And it's then the next level, it would seem to, to do that follow-up piece because that takes real time and effort. It does, but it's well worth it. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, if you had a message directly for your team that might watch or hear this uh, conversation, what are you grateful for about your team at Parkside? They continue to focus. So we serve the community uh, with financial services, but continue to focus on the member experience, how we make people feel when they come in uh, to do maybe basic transactions that all of us have to do, or they call us on the phone for something related to their financial services, just really focusing on the experience um, and how people feel. I, you know, you, you know how we feel when we walk into, a, whether it's a 
dry cleaners or a, a hospital room, um, mm-hmm. how we make people feel about our presence and how we treat them and how we greet them uh, really makes a difference. So we can do the basics. We can, you know, we have checking accounts and loans and we do all kinds of things um, that help people with their spending and their financial services. But when they walk in and they feel um, embraced and welcomed, uh, it's amazing. And it really is what sets us apart um, to maybe other financial institutions in our communities. Mm, that's awesome. Shout out to the Parkside Credit Union team for being uh, awesome humans, it sounds like. Yes. We're definitely grateful at Fleece and thank you to uh, have worked with you on our most recent fundraiser. So really appreciate all that support. Um, I think I've got maybe two more questions for you. This next one, as the CEO of an organization, you're looking at today, but you're looking at tomorrow and you're looking at farther tomorrows than maybe anyone else in the organization because you have to. In a tomorrow outlook that is obviously always uncertain because you can never know what's going to happen how do you use gratitude to navigate the anxiety that could come with an uncertain tomorrow? I I have to go back to uh, the people and being empathetic to how the change is going to affect people in our organization, in our community, those that we serve. So thinking out about things like um, people might be used to say coming in um, and meeting with their favorite teller and and having a conversation. Um, And when things change out into the future and everything is maybe digital, thinking about the impact that that's going to have on people and maybe how to um, modify just simply moving from um, an in-person environment for financial services to a uh, remote or a digital experience. How do we keep that personal touch? So that's something that I think in the future, it's like we may, the transaction may be different, but how do we continue to embrace uh, the human? That's awesome. You also said that you love nature. What are you grateful for about nature and why why that response? Well, um, I love working in my garden um, and I am really grateful that my husband can grow just about any flower or plant and make it beautiful. So uh, we are in partnership with that. So when I'm having trouble with something, he's always there for me. That's amazing. My wife and I uh, have also started our first garden. Okay. Uh, we do uh, tomatoes, onions, garlic, basil, some other herbs. What's in your garden? Well, we have tomatoes this year and we have a lot of flowers. So we do a lot of flower gardening. Um, last year we did, um, we had, we went to a community garden and we grew, um, we didn't think it was going to grow because we'd never grown it. We grew okra, which was very interesting. And we, I still have frozen okra. I have so much okra. Not everybody loves okra, but we had some amazing okra and we made some great gumbo with it. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Grateful for nature, for sure. I sure, yes. We uh, we ask every uh, guest on this show, why is gratitude so powerful? What is your response? Um, just focusing on who we are um, as individuals and people. It, being grateful uh, from the moment you open your eyes, it, it you know, making that the first thing that you think. That gratitude is what's going to bring you peace. Um, and help you really navigate some of the challenges uh, that we face every day. Well said. Janet Thompson is a grateful human friend. She's the president and CEO of Parkside Credit Union. She loves people and nature. 
uh, and we are grateful for her time today. So thank you very much, Janet, for making time for this conversation. Thank you so much, Nicholas.